Live from the summit in Miami, Florida, the Core presents Sales Training Boot Camp with Brian Sudo and Alfonso Delgadillo. Today's topic, scripts to crush your greatness tracker. All right, you guys. I want to make sure everybody's in the right class. So this is scripts and tactics to crush your greatness tracker. Everybody in the right place? Cool. Awesome. All right, listen, outliers, if your outliers come in, squeeze in as tight as you can, I think we're good. But yeah, come on over here, come on over here. So you guys, right now in this market, I think this topic uh, is one of the most basic topics uh, to help us succeed in this market, but it's more important now than ever, right? Because the greatness tracker is literally a scoreboard to help us blow up our businesses, right? So I'm super excited about this class. This market's a little bit nerve-wracking. You know, business is coming down. We got a little bit of fear. So we have to get into the greatness tracker now more than ever. Before we do that, I got to introduce this man. So this man's Alfonso Delgadillo. Um, he's turned into a really good friend of mine over the past year since he's been a coach. Uh, we've been competitors uh, in the same market for the past 10 years. Um, so we've known of each other, but we haven't really crossed paths. We haven't really got to know each other. But one thing I've always known and respected about you is you do big business. Your realtors really love you, right? And um, you, you just have a great reputation. So um, I, I want to make sure that you guys know that this guy, more than anything, that what I've gotten to know about him and learn about him is he literally attributes his success over the past eight years in the core to the greatness tracker. So I'm super excited to teach this class with you, brother. It's going to be super fun. I can't wait to learn from you today. But uh, why don't you tell them a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. So before I go into that, let me introduce my co-host up here, Brian Shudo. It's quite an honor to be teaching with him, to be honest. Uh, I've been coaching Level 3s now for a year. This is my second semester. So uh, when I got into this program, um, I already knew of Shudo, right? I was definitely intimidated by him. He's just a monster. He's a big producer, big manager, and uh, I knew that one day I wanted to be like him. Okay, so like he said, we knew of each other, but we didn't really know of each other until I started coaching level three. He reached out. We kind of conducted actually last summit in November. He went deep and asked him about my family. I asked him about him, and what I found about Bushido is he's an unbelievable father, and he will do whatever it takes to be a great father. So I respect him for that. I'm a big family man as well. This is the reason that's my why and why I'm here today. So, I mean, you know, he's absolutely crushing it. Rick said this earlier, and he couldn't have said it better. Him and I, eight years, ten years ago, whatever it was, we were sitting right there, and now we're up here. So we're just as broken as you are. We're just doing a little bit better job, right? So Shudo got into the program. He actually snuck into the program. Um, he was at $50,000 income earner. And year to date, he's at $2.6 $2. million income. Okay? How? He'll share us. Yeah. So he'll share with us how he's done it. But like he said earlier, what got us here today is being slaves and committed to the greatest tracker. Okay? So I'll tell you guys about me. I've been in the mortgage business for 18 years, um, and I had no system structures or procedures up until I met and I got introduced to the core. So I got introduced to the core by a friend of mine that was working in my same branch. He used to be a level three member. Um, I was Cardenitas, I always give him praise because he gave me uh, uh, 
legal-sized paper with a bunch of square boxes that I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, this is what you're doing, and you're doing what you're doing? He introduced me to, to the greatness tracker, and, um, you know, when uh, he told me what it was about, I was like, there's no way that this dumb-looking legal-sized paper with a bunch of boxes is going to help me get to where you're at, right? So um, I became a slave to the greatness tracker, and I'm here because of the greatness tracker. So, you know, I went from doing zero business in 2009, lost like everybody else was after the mortgage meltdown, to doing 11.5 million that year in nine months. The following year, I went to 18 million, and I've been able to help to build a successful uh, mortgage business of over 100 million dollars uh, over the last seven, eight years. So I'm telling you. Um, you guys have to get back to basics faster and sooner than anyone else. So we hope that today you guys walk around, out of here with a bunch of tactics that we will share with you of how Shudo's doing his business day in and day out and how I'm running it. And because of that, we're putting the numbers up that we're doing right now. Does that make sense? Cool. All right, first of all, congratulations on your growth. Huge, dude. Thank you, man. I freaking love it. And a new coach. First time on the big stage. All right, guys, so why is this so important? So just like Alfonso, my story includes a little bit um, about getting introduced to the core. And I, the way I got introduced to the core was um, Jeremy Forcier. So I was up on a recruiting trip. I used to work for this company called First Gal. It doesn't even exist anymore. Jeremy was like the godfather of the company. And um, he invited me to his office the day after the recruiting dinner. And he had two things on his desk. Okay, he had two things on his desk. He had a pen and he had a greatness tracker. He had a pen and a greatness tracker. How many people do your desk look like a pen and a greatness tracker? How many people? All right, just five of you. So listen, it's really important that your greatness tracker is with you at all times. It's so critical. So I asked Jeremy at the time, he was doing eight to ten loans a month. This was ten years ago. Eight to ten year, loans a month. And I was literally like, oh my God, you are a God. Eight to ten loans a month. And that was pretty big at the time. And I, and I asked him, like, what do you attribute your success to? Because I was doing like two to four loans a month and I was wide-eyed and had no idea what I was doing. Um, but he said, literally, he gave me a, a CD at the time. Uh, it was a greatness tracker CD. And he gave me a copy of the greatness tracker. And he said, go home, make as many copies as you can and listen to the CD. And that's all I did. And that's what I began with. Okay, so you guys, the beginning of your weeks are so critical that the first thing on your desk and your main priority on Mondays is to get a head start and to get that greatness tracker started and knocked out. Now, it goes with you everywhere you go, okay? How many people take your greatness tracker everywhere you go? It should have coffee stains on it, like you sneeze on it, like all that crap. At the end of the week, it look, should look like it's gone through war. But that thing goes everywhere you go, okay? It's on your desk at all times with a pen, and uh, it is literally your scoreboard to, for success. So um, it's so critical now more than ever, guys, that we're doing 75 great calls every How many people are filling up that greatness tracker every single week right now? Cool. Now, I want to encourage you guys to go to 1.25. So do more than what's expected. If you guys want to blow up your business super fast, like, it's not all of the extras. It's not all the icing on the cake stuff that you guys learn. I will tell you guys this. More relationships win. The people who have the most relationships in this business win. So the way to track how many relationships you guys have is by tracking your success on your greatness tracker, okay? So that is key. The theme days are key. All these things are key. So we want to go into a little bit of 
scripting with you guys. It's, it's tactics and scripting. So we're going to go into some scripting, theme day scripting. Um, but before we do that, I want to ask you guys a couple of questions. So I want to, by raise of hand, I want you guys to uh, ask for the mic, and I want to know what you guys want to get out of this class. What are you struggling with? What can we help you get out of this class? So we're going to wait for Tao. Okay, we got Casey up here in the front. I heard you. How to make more impactful calls. How to make more impactful calls, okay? Consistency. How do we get more consistent? How do you how do you maintain the consistency? How to maintain the consistency? Okay? Yeah. Brand new Grips for new MLAs. Okay, fantastic. I love it. Audio technical difficulties today. We'll get this worked out. What else have we got? Tiles right here. Yeah. How do we do a greatness tracker without creating too many redundancies? As far as logging something into a database, logging something on a greatness tracker, logging it on a lead tracker, how do you streamline that? Ooh, how do we streamline, like, you know, writing on the greatness tracker and and getting it everywhere else. Cool. Um, how to do it in, say, 50 hours if you go to one and a quarter, one and a half. How to do it in 50 hours. Awesome. How to do it in 50 hours. We got all these? Yep. Okay. Lisa. For me, my biggest um, thing is I think everyone knows, likes, and loves me in my area, but I never know how to close the deal and get them to... Just send it to me, I guess. I don't know. How do we close it? Yeah, how do We've you been close working it? on this. Yeah. Just so everybody knows, Lisa's the nicest person you'll ever meet. She knows everybody in town. Everybody knows awesome. in town knows her. And she thinks just because she's nice and everybody knows her, eventually you're going to send her business. So we have to ask for the business, right? Yeah, that's the thing. we got to close. we got to ask. So we'll get into that. Good question, Lisa. All right, who else? We'll take one or two more. Um, how to not sound like a broken record every Monday. How to not sound like a broken record every Monday. Like, what are some of the other, what are some of the topics we can talk about? Yep. Tactics. Uh, overcoming objections. Overcoming objections, okay. We can do that, so we'll role play a little bit of that one more. Yeah, and I was going to say, too, like, asking for more business, being able to get a lot more leads from the, the greatness tracker. So ask, so say that one more time. So like asking our referral partners, maybe specifically past clients too, for more business. How do you ask, how do you ask, how do you ask for your database for more business? Exactly. Yep. Cool. Fantastic. All right. Good stuff. I think we can start with that. Is that good? Yep. And then how, is there any way we could turn on the time here so we know yeah. how much time we have left? I got a zero, 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 zero. Okay. So we just want to jump into it, my man. We want to jump into theme days, and we can start going through those questions. Yep. So Mondays, Alfonso, what do we do on Monday? We all know. We're all students of the core. Everybody knows what to do on Mondays, right? Mondays, top 40 days. All right. So what are we going to talk about on Mondays? So the first step that you guys need to do immediately to get your Mondays done is have a list. Right? Have a list. Right? The reason, the number one reason I wasn't doing my... My Monday calls consistently, Shudo, was because I didn't really have a list, yep. and I didn't have anyone in my office holding me accountable to it. I love that. Listen, who in your office holds you accountable to complete your call day? Who holds you accountable? If it's just you, you know you're going to have convenient distractions, you know you're going to get sidetracked, but who's holding you accountable? 
Okay, I love it. Right, so, and the list has to start with, obviously, who's ever referring your business now, right? So, for me, I'm not calling on anyone I'm not interested in. Okay. okay. So, I call on 84 people that I am in some sort of shape of a relationship or that I want to be in a deeper relationship with. Okay. So, my list of 40 realtors is now 84 realtors, and uh, I get it done. And I know one of the questions was that, and I'll go deeper later, but it's just having a time I can come in into it and having, like you said, when I walk in on Monday, it's my calendar with my 40 or 84 realtors I'm calling on and my assistant holding me accountable to get that done. So give me an example. So you said 84 realtors were responsible for calling a top 40 list. Give them some perspective about your top 40 list. Why is it 84? Okay, so it's 84 realtors because um, there's about 45 of them that I am pretty deep in a relationship with, okay. right? The others are, they have closed a deal with me in the last 20, 12 to 24 months, and I pulled up some numbers on them, and I'm interested on in getting more out of them, right? So I'm, I'm courting them, I'm calling them, I'm trying to date them, right? I'm trying to get to know them better, I'm to get to know me better. Yep. Um, so if I know if I land any of those accounts, it's, a, it, it's gonna be a needle mover for me. So are all 85 people that have sent you business? Yes, I, do, I post some business with them. Okay, fantastic. Absolutely. Any of your top 40 on your Mondays, anybody prospects that you call on Mondays as well? On Mondays, I mean, I do have a second list. Like, some, there's some Mondays where I'll go through the 84 phone calls and I'm getting a bunch of voicemails, right? And I have four and a half hours time blocked for Mondays for my realtor phone calls. So if I get through them in three and a half hours, I'm still committed to the calendar. Wait a second, hold on. How many hours do you commit to your greatness record calls? Four and a half hours a Monday. Who said, how do you get it all done? You asked how you get it all done. Do you call four and a half hours every Monday? You have a time block for two hours. So one of the ways that we could, just so everybody knows, so I love that four and a half hours, just so you guys know, my Mondays look like this, right? So my Mondays are, I don't know, I don't know why I said right, I didn't tell you anything yet. My Mondays look like this. So I have a team meeting, a quick break with my executive assistant, okay? And then we power, like, what are we gonna do? What are we trying to accomplish? And the rest of my day is dedicated to call. The rest of the day, Monday. So anywhere between six to six and a half hours on Mondays, I'm literally making phone calls. So I literally don't take meetings on Mondays. I don't do any of that. That's my call day. I try to get ahead. I try to get through most of my team days on Monday, but I also have my team days just in case things come up on Monday. Make sense? Of course, I don't make Tuesday update calls on Monday. But four and a half hours, I do six to six and a half hours. It's dedicated. It's all that matters. I hand my phone to my assistant. Right, she takes it, she's managing the phone calls, um, she's responding to texts as me, whatever she needs to do to pretend that she's me, monitoring all the emails so I don't have email anxiety, like that is a tactic, like if you're in your emails right now, you have to get out of your email. If you don't have an admin assistant, that's something that you need to do, so they can block and tackle for you during the day, so that you can get it all done. Okay, so we have four and a half hours. Absolutely, and like I said, if you wanna have a second list, like I told you, I call, Wells, right, on, on Tuesdays or Fridays, correct? But if I run out of time and I still got time left on my calendar, I'm calling more realtors that I'm chasing. 
correct. But let me ask you something, Shooter. Like, let's say some of some of the people in the audience don't have an executive assistant, right? Or um, they can't be away from their phone or email for five, four and a half hours or six hours at a time. What can they do? Uh, yeah, it's, I, look, if you don't have an executive assistant, you are the executive assistant. So you have to be super disciplined. So there was a day that we all didn't have an assistant, right? When I first started in the core and Rick was my first coach, I had to do double greatness trackers for six months. At the time, the greatness tracker was only 60 great calls, I think, right? So I had to do 120, but I had to figure out a way to get it all done. And so the way that we do that is extreme time management and extreme discipline and a no matter what attitude, okay? Now listen, we're not getting into time management today, but you literally have to be committed to the greatness tracker. You have to be committed to making the phone calls. And I don't know about you guys, but most of my students, me, when I first got started, like convenient, convenient distractions are the killer of everything. So I had to make a sign a tactic is, like, if you guys have convenient distractions that interrupt you, whether it's email, text, the stock market, ESPN, sports center, whatever you guys are doing, whatever notifications you guys are getting, your phone, you know, buzzing or whatever, and you literally jump into it as soon as it buzzes, like it's cocaine, like you need to snort it if it's on the table, like you can't, like, just jump into your convenient distraction, right? It's that addicting. Okay? And so you have to manage yourself. You have to have extreme discipline, okay? extreme time management, and a no matter what attitude. So what I do with all my students is they have to list their convenient distractions at the beginning of the semester, okay? their top three. Okay? They have to draw a Ghostbuster sign around it, and they have to post it right in front of their phone. Okay? So that we can get rid of, we have to train ourselves and get in a rhythm to get rid of those distractions. So as soon as I go to look at the stock market and I'm on the phone, I'm like, nope, I can't do that. Not until my day's done. Okay? That's a great tactic. I mean, just, just being disciplined, just, it goes back to discipline, right? You've got to want to get there. You've got to want to do them phone calls. Because that's what I get from some of my students sometimes, or even myself, you know, three, four, five years ago, I was like, well, I can't be away from my phone for four or five hours. Yes, you can. You just got to be disciplined enough to do it and set the proper expectations with your team, referring partners, uh, your company. And they, they got to know where you're at at all times so they can leave you alone. Th those four and a half hours for me, my team knows, they're the most productive, powerful hours of the entire week. If all I did was that for the whole week, the leads will come in, the relationships will be there, and we'll be closing when we're closing. So just, if you guys could do one thing a week, like 100% on Monday, is committing to your 40 realtor phone calls, or 84, or 70, or 100, or whatever it is that you're calling. Yeah, let me ask you guys a question. Like, what's one of the main reasons why we can't get 60 phone calls done in five business days, right? In 10 hours. Like, what's one of the reasons? Yes. A mic? Oh, we need a mic. Calls go too long. Calls go too long. All right, we'll talk about that. So we need to get a sand timer, a two-minute sand timer, or there, I can't remember the name of it. There's a chest timer that Eric Colby taught, teaches everybody. So press the chest timer. And, and give yourself uh, a limit of how long you're going to be on that phone call, okay? Two minutes, five minutes, whatever your limit is. I, I would say, like, uh, mental, like mentally getting through it, like having four and a half to six hours of phone calls. That, that was one of my questions, too, is, like, after four hours, do you take, like, a break just to kind of recharge? Because it does become very, like, uh, at the end of the day, you're wiped out, you know, from making six hours of phone calls, right? Yeah, so how do we get through the four and a half to six hours of phone calls without getting wiped out? Um, 
so the, yes, that's a really good question. So you got to get up 15 minutes, you know, every hour, an hour and a half, go take a bathroom break, jump around a little bit, get a little bit of food, have your assistant come in, bring you some coffee. Um, so those types of, that, that, those are some of the tactics. Now I want to get back to if you're your own uh, loan officer, you don't have an assistant yet. Like two hours of dedicated time, the world can stop so that you guys can make your prospecting calls, okay? Everything can wait, all the chaos that's going on in the world, a lot of times it'll get solved itself. But two hours for sure, if we commit to that and we have phone burner, mojo, whatever we use, and we press go, okay, we for sure can get through our top 40 calls on Monday, okay? But um, definitely small intentional breaks, um, little snacks, get up, go to the bathroom, you know, some jumping jacks here and there, but don't go jump into a task because it'll definitely de derail you. Okay. And when we're talking about a break, we're talking like in your cubicle or in your office break, not like wandering around your office break because you will get detour from it. From it, it happened to me all the time. Yeah. So my breaks are literally jumping jacks, or I'm raising my desk, I'm standing up, getting some air. My assistant knows exactly what I want to eat on Monday. She asks me first thing in the morning, and my team protects those four and a half hours because those are the most important hours of the week for me. Right? The consultations will come in often. The other tactic I'll give you guys too, and I think you'll agree with this, do not take any consultations before your green time. Okay? Or do not get involved in any fire files before your prospect time. There's just no way that you're going to be mentally right to go prospect for more business when you just found out there's a deal going sideways and then you're going to go restructure or build or rebuild, okay? So I do not allow my team to talk to me about any issues until 2 p.m. or 3 p.m., uh, actually 3 p.m. on Mondays. Right? I don't get into firefalls until that time. There's a 30-minute hour break uh, uh, spot in my calendar for it, and that is it. So if you guys stick to that, it'll get you guys in the right mindset to actually push through those four and a half hours or 40 realtor phone calls or 50 that you're doing because you're not bothered by a file going sideways, you're getting fired in a deal. Um, what I always, uh, I took this away from one of my coaches, can't remember what it was, like, hey, listen, the most important thing in your business is the leads, right? The deals that you have in the contract, they're already in the books, and you can fix them, and if they're gonna go sideways, they're gonna go sideways. If you put too much attention to those things, you're gonna stop doing the things that got you that deal, and you're gonna suffer 30 to 60 months down the road, I'm sorry, 30 to 60 days down the road, because you stopped doing the basics. Yeah, right? 100% guys. Like, listen, the number one priority every day is to get our calls done. Number one priority every day is to get your calls done. So who holds you accountable, right? So you might have an assistant. If you guys are a one-man show or maybe you don't have an assistant that's that powerful, like you guys are all on a coaching call with two other beasts in different markets, right? You guys all compete against two other loan officers that are in the core. You guys can have accountability within those coaching groups. Like, have competitions every single Monday. Have competitions every single theme day. How many leads we get? How many calls we get? What's your report? How many do you get done today? Okay? So compete with each other, you guys. This community is amazing. So, and it's really fun to compete against each other, encourage each other, motivate each other. We all have down, down days. There's things going on. But rely on either your coaching buddies, the other students in your coaching group, or rely on your branch, the loan officers in your branch. Make it fun. 
have a fun day, theme days with your branch and, and having a little text group. How'd you do? How'd you do? Where are you at? Don't stop. Keep going. You've only got 10 more. Okay, so encourage each other, you guys. So accountability, accountability within your branch, accountability within your coaching group, uh, etc. So we need to get into some scripts. And we'll finish off with a lot of tactics. But let's go ahead and talk about some scripts on Monday. Uh, what are some of the things that you utilize? What are some of the things that you focus on to script around? Right. So, um, I mean, I took this last last year for, I think, Kevin Rutrow was doing it, then Oleg's doing it, and now a lot of us are doing it. So it's like the executive executive account strategy, right, where, um, you know, you pick a quadrant, you pick two or three topics or four topics that you're going to be calling about. So whoever said out there, you don't want to sound like a broken record every Monday. So what are you going to call them about, right? So um, another little hack is that I work on that quadrant for about 30 minutes and I prep for it. I script it. I practice it. So what am I going to call them about, right? So either I'm calling about a product. I'm calling about lead tracker, how many leads they've referred us in that month. Right? What's the status of those leads? What's our conversion? I want to give them a report, right? And then the other one could be like an invitation to an event that I have coming up, right? So, um, and then very importantly is every single conversation that I have with them, I, I do slip the Ford conversation into into it. So I take notes and I use Fallmerder and in Fallmerder it acts like a mini CRM. So I put like highlights or notes of a previous conversation. So when I'm calling in the next week, I can touch on those. So somebody mentioned, one of the questions was the redundancy. How do we stop from sounding redundant every week, right? So what Alfonso just said is he breaks it into four quadrants. What he said was quadrant number one, one week he'll talk about a product. He'll plant a seed about a product. Like, hey, at my company, we offer a 3% down jumbo product up to a million and a half. How many borrowers do you have right now that that could benefit that don't have the traditional 10% down, 5% down to get that house that they want? Maybe they're first-time home buyer and the price of that market's super high. We have a 3% down jumbo product. So we, we drop a seed, right? We plant seeds so we can prick through. So he talked about products. Then he talked about leads, right? So you said, how many leads? Or you go over the leads that that referral partner has sent you. Yes. Status of the leads. So he basically prints out a report of all the leads that he has for all of, is this thing, can you guys hear me? For all of the, the leads that particular realtor has sent to them, and so he literally gives them a status update of the leads. Then he talked about events. So one week he'll invite them to his event, his happy hour for the month, his lunch and learn for the month, his client appreciation event, his VIP event. So he invites them. And then last but not least, we said, what's the fourth quadrant? The product, the um, product, leads, Pre-calls. Oh, he talked about pre-calls. all about U-Form. Is that what he said? No, the pre-calls. Pre-calls. Yeah, okay. and then the events. And then the events. Okay, so, so pre-qualification. Yep. So leads and pre-qualification. So leads, pre-calls, events, and products. Cool. So that's how he keeps it from being redundant. So you want to you wanna do a role play with me? You want to yeah. call me? Yeah. So I'm a realtor. Top realtor. Awesome. Ring, ring. Hello. Hello, this is Brian. What's up, Alfonso? What's up, Brian? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good, man. Hey, awesome, awesome. Hey, man, listen, I know you're pretty busy today, but listen, I just want to give you a quick call. Um, by the way, how was your weekend? My weekend was great, man. Like, yeah. I was single daddy, superhero over the weekend. I took my daughter to Legoland. We had a great time. Man, that's awesome. You're always doing stuff with your daughter. Last week when I called you, we went on the beach. How did that go? Man, at the beach, it's whatever we can do, man. I only have 50% of the time, Alfonso, so... 
I feel like I'm always making up for lost time. So I'm always trying to play big whenever I have her. That's awesome, dude. I respect you so much for that. Listen, you know me already for a year and a half that we're working together. I'm super, like, I'm all about my family. My daughter just turned seven months on the 20th of the month. So I'm having a lot of fun with her, right? So awesome, man. Thank you. Well, listen, I know you're super busy, dude. I just wanted to say thank you for sending the Jones' family on Thursday. My LP1 brand already scheduled them. I'm meeting with them tomorrow. Right? So I'll let you know how that goes. But listen, I was going through the leads that you sent me the last 30 days, and it's been a total of six. Thank you so much. I'm super grateful for that opportunity, okay? So out of those six, we've already got uh, pre-approved the Jones and the Smiths. How's it going with the shopping with them? Are you out there shopping? Man, it's a tough market, Alfonso. Like, we're just struggling, making 20 offers every week, and we just can't seem to get them accepted. Let me ask you a question. Are you submitting our closing guarantee with the offers? Are you writing a contract? I didn't even know about the closing year. So I talked to your RP1 the other day, and I let her know that we just rolled out this program, which is a, we're going to pre-underwrite all of your pre-approvals moving forward. It's just something so new, so I'm not shocked that you don't know about it, but I want you to know about it today. So every move forward, every single pre-approval I send you, within four to five days, I'm going to get it pre-underwritten, and I'm going to swap that pre-approval for a closing guarantee so you can write an offer for 15 days. Uh, there's no loan contingencies. There'll be a $500 per diem. If they're late, we'll pay it. And uh, that, that should help you get you off the step. It's wow, really awesome. working out uh, for some of the other partners that just rolled it out to as well. So you're saying I can write a 15 a offer yeah. and there's a guarantee behind it? Yes. Dude, that is all. What's the guarantee I can write in there? Exactly. What is yeah. it? What's that guarantee? $10,000 if we don't close Ooh, it out. And I'm protecting the earnings $10,000 is a guarantee? That's awesome, Alfonso. Yeah. Thank so you moving forward, up. you can do that. Once again, I'm trying to be out of the box to try to help all my business partners get more offers accepted. Love that. Would that help you out? That would totally help me out. We're going to try this weekend. That's awesome. Dude. Well, listen, um, i got an event coming up next week, right, for uh, Cinco de Mayo. It's actually today, but it's going to be next week because I'm out of town. So, listen, I'm going to have a truck out here with tacos and everything. I would love to have you come over with your team. Can I tell you guys coming in? Absolutely, man. to come hang out with you guys. You guys are a lot of fun. I'll see you. Awesome. Cool. Well, listen, man, I'll see you next week. Cool? Thanks, buddy. Bye. All right, cool. So, he, he did a couple of things that are really good. Round of applause. Awesome. So basically, updated them on uh, prequels. He updated them on um, some leads that came in, and then uh, he talked about his closed guarantee, which I absolutely love. Right? So planning fees, helping his realtors become more successful when they're out and about, and then he also included an invitation. Right? It doesn't have to be all of that, and it doesn't have to be that long. A lot of times with your top people, they frankly don't want to talk to you on Mondays because they're too busy, right? So it's a quick check-in. What's up, Alfonso? Dude, you know I'm here for you need anything. Hey, anything that came up over the weekend that we need to know about. Yeah, right? and I would say like 50% of them want to get you off the phone, but you're making the phone call. The other 50% do want to hang out with you and on the phone and have a full-on conversation. And I, there's times where I spend 30 minutes on conversation, and that day is not four and a half hours. It's more like six hours, and I'm burnt out. Correct? It's just the reality. But it goes just like that. And the reason I, you guys want to bring up the leads, the deals, the pre-apps, is because then you start to do more business and we get so big that they think and feel like you've stepped away. So if you talk about their leads, their pre-apps, the deals, the programs, it puts you right back into the transaction and right back into the relationship. You see what I'm saying? So that's the importance of doing it. And I'll be honest. I was not doing that. I fell 
from doing that and it hurt my business, but I'm back at it. I'm super engaged now. My lead count's up, my conversions are up, and deals are coming in. Yeah, guys, so listen, how many of us do the pre-qual and lead update when you do your Monday calls? Wow, more people than I thought. You took older class. I love it. Okay, so that's super important. For those of you who don't, that would be a massive tactic. So your executive assistant, admin assistant, or you, whoever's available in the office, needs to have that list ready to go, or you have to have, I, I personally don't like to have my CRM open, okay, while I'm um, making my top 40 calls. That's just a, con- that's a convenient distraction monster for me, right, because then I'm going to see emails pop in, I'm going to see, like, notifications pop up for different websites, like, I can't do it. You raise your hand, Randall. Yeah, question, hold on, hold, 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 hold for the mic. Let's wait for the mic. What's a good script for, say, you haven't got a lead from an agent in a while, he's on your top 40, things are tough right now. What is that a good scripting to say, hey, what's going on with your business, where are my leads, and if you checked and your leads might be going somewhere else? That's a good one. Good. So I basically, um, I'm, I'm very upfront, and usually I have really good relationships, like they've come to a lot of events, they've had a lot of my food, they've drank a lot of my drinks, they've, like, I've really poured into most of these agents, so we have a really direct relationship, so my script, Randall, would, would literally be like, hey, Randall, listen, you know I love you, right? Yeah. Cool, buddy. Oh, that's probably not good. Hey, hey, Alfonso, you know I love you, right? Yes. Cool, buddy. Well, listen, I don't know if you know, but I have this report I can see, like, dude, you and I haven't done a deal in a little while. In fact, I just noticed over the past couple, eight weeks, man, the longest stretch we've ever gone without getting a lead from you. I just want to make sure everything's okay. Listen, everything's all right. I've just been going through a couple of things, and, uh, you know, the market's super tight out there. I'm, I'm, I'm really not motivated right now. I'll be honest with you. I'm like, I'm just not feeling it. Awesome. But, well, listen, out of curiosity, man, what are you struggling with that is preventing you from being motivated? The, the motivation, honestly, motivation. I mean, I do have a couple of clients that we have pre-approved with you. I mean, I'm talking to your teams. We're not getting office accepted. I'm super discouraging. So, Alfonso, I got to ask you, man, because I see these reports, I see these closings, buddy. It looks like we might have closed a loan or a transaction. There was a, I see this other loan officer. His name is Randall Mills. And I don't know if you know, I mean, I know that guy's a stud and he's way better looking than me and all this stuff. But, man, I mean, I, I really, really love you as a business partner. I love you as a person. You know, I want to be your go-to. Is there anything that we did wrong? Anything that we could have done better? Absolutely not. How do, these how do clients we, just came refer from him. I closed one with him, and then he just referred me another one back. Cool. You're way too easy. You weren't literally looking for that, right? You wanted to like you. You were hoping for what if somebody starts using another yeah, realtor? Yeah. No. So just so you guys know, like I coach Lisa. I'm just picking on her, and Lisa, I don't mean this negatively, but listen, nice doesn't go a long way. So if you guys know that your referral partners are using somebody else, if you can't confront that, like you're, remember, you are a buy referral sales organization. Your organization, in order for those doors to stay open, you need to make sure that those leads come through your door, right? And if you already have a captive realtor that is, has been sending you business, and you're too afraid to ask them what you're doing wrong or why they may be using somebody else, like, you're just not a good business person yet. It's okay to hear how you need to get better, why they might be using somebody else, and just to understand what you or your team could do better to get that business back, right? You might need to apologize. They may need more love and attention. Like, these are some of the things, but we need to have that open discussion. Uh, we got a question over here. 
What about a buyer that comes with a lender and the realtor doesn't know how to push you instead? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. What was the question? A, a buyer comes with a lender, another lender. How do yeah. you get that realtor to push you instead of that other lender? Uh, um, so do you want to take that? that? Go ahead, make a role play. Yeah. You're doing our deal. Yeah, so... Uh, I'm the realtor? Yeah, I'll be the realtor. Okay. You're the realtor? Cool. So yeah, I'll be the realtor. Ring, ring. Hey, what's up, Alfonso? Hey, shoot, how's it going? It's going well, man. Not much. I'm just doing a check game, man. How's, how are we doing right now? Um, you know, today's a good day. Awesome. Every day's a good day. Cool, man. Well, listen, I want to tell you, I want to ask you for his favor. My numbers are down, right? I need your help. Cool. I see that you're closing some transactions, that there's a couple lenders in there, random lenders. So are those buyers coming to your pre-approved, like, with those vendors? Or how, with the yeah, deal? Alfonso, listen, man. Anybody that comes to me, I always re- try to refer them to you. But this particular client, I don't, I don't know why they came with a the lender. They're, they seem to be super happy with them. And so I didn't refer them over to you. Awesome. Dude, I totally respect that 100%. But, you know, you and I have been doing business for about three years, correct? Yes. You know I got your back 1,000%. Absolutely. Right? And the number one priority for me is to get you paid. Right? Yeah. So listen, can, you, can I count on you pushing just a little bit harder to say, hey, I understand you're fully pre-approved and that lender's your cousin, but I've been working with Alfonso for three years, <laughs> right? And I've done 20 transactions with Alfonso and not once has he closed late. He's always closing on time. He's going to fight for your offer with me to get accepted. I just want you to give Alfonso a shot to see if we can match or be your cousin's deal because that will keep me more in control. Can I count on you and do that for me, Shiro? Yeah, man, I'll talk to him right now and let him know I think that's super important because I do want to get paid. That's right. I want to get paid. And you want to be in the driver's seat, right? You want to drive that car. Yes, cool. absolutely. Cool. So I'm the co-pilot. You're the driver. Please talk to your buyers moving forward when they come pre-approval with another lender. Just ask them to give me an opportunity. And listen, it's a second opinion from a professional. And if they're getting a really good deal, Shiro, I'll be the first one to tell them. And that makes you feel like, man, it makes you look even better. Absolutely. That's why I love you, man. I know Thank you're always you. coming back. Did that help? All right, Clear, firm, direct. Quick I just have a really simple question. How does the voicemail sound? Is it like kind of the same or like is it a different message? Like how does your voicemail sound for them to get you to call you back? Yeah, so you want to take that one or take it? Um, I think we could both answer it. Go ahead. You have a different way than go I do. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I tr- my voicemail, like it's very general sometimes depending on what I'm – you're talking about like the, the Monday phone calls? Right? I'll be honest with you. I asked him to call me back. Right? Call me back. I want to talk about something important. Call me back. My purpose that day is to talk to the most people I can. Correct? If not, I do have a pre-recorded voicemail in general. It, depending on how far I am in the list, if it's like one of my bros, one of my homies, like I'll, I'll, I'll drop the pre-script voicemail. But if it's someone that I really want to get in, more engaged with, get more business, I'll personalize the voicemail. Right, and it's once again, hey, I'm calling and talking about uh, the, my closing guarantee that I just rolled out about two weeks ago. Please come back. I would like to have a conversation with you about it. That's going to help you get more offers accepted. Or, hey, I'm having a taco uh, truck next week for Cinco de Mayo. You should come over to the office. want to invite you. Please call me. There's other things I want to talk to you about. Very short, sweet, and to the point. Yes. So for me, it's a little bit of the same. Guys, just so you know, on Fomber, I stopped using the pre-recorded voicemail like two years ago. So I, if I leave a voicemail, it's always custom. It's always Randall's name. It's always with Alfonso's name. Like, I just take more time to make it more personal because I think they know now that, you know, everything's pre-recorded. It just sounds a little bit too scripted, and I want to use their name, and I want to drop something about the All About You form and the How Are the Kids? How are Jimmy and Johnny? How is the soccer tournament? And a lot of times, guys, like, and we all know this, right? A lot of times 
we know the realtors will call us back if they need us, right? Otherwise, it's just, just checking in. Is there anything you need? If there's anything you need, you know where I'm at. Give me a call, and, and then I will drop like, hey, don't forget about the lunch and learn coming up on Wednesday, or don't forget about the, the happy hour coming up. So always drop in a little invite in there as well, okay? All right, cool. So it just depends. Like, you have to just kind of fill out your business, but I don't necessarily need a callback, and they don't necessarily want to call me back all the time if we have that relationship. And it's okay. really, too, just to add to that, it's where you're at with your business or what you want to do. Like, for me, I'm calling on those 84 for one sole purpose, to fill in my 20 spots. What's my 20 spots? I want 20 realtors that I'm in a deep, deep relationship with. They come over for the holidays. They come over. We travel together, right? And those 20 agents will give me a deal a month. That's 240 deals a year. Yep. And I'm working on that. So I don't want to work with 300 realtors. I just want 50 to 60 and deep relationships with the 20. So that's the purpose of those voice notes. Yeah, so, so really quick, you guys, we can get into a whole Q&A session for the rest of the class, but I want to make sure we get through the theme days and we can kind of go through some of these things and then give you guys some tactics. And then at the end, if we have time for a lot of questions, we can do that. Um, so I, I want to tell you this, the last thing on Mondays, guys. So one of the things that I started doing about six months ago is constantly planting seeds so that I can eventually pick the crop. Okay, so I'm constantly planting seeds to, so that I can eventually pick the crop. And I'll always follow up. Typically, if they don't answer and I leave a voicemail, I'll send them a text right away. Okay, so if my assistant's in my office with me, she'll have the phone and she'll be sending a text. Just left you a voicemail, you know, whatever we want to tell them, and it'll be in the text. So it's a phone call with a customized voicemail and a text. Okay, but planting seeds can be as little as the product of the week, right, on the voicemail. Planting seeds can be the product of the week in the text. It can be quick close. Hey, if you're struggling, get your buyers accepted. We have a 10-day close, $10,000 guarantee. You can count on us. Even if your listing is going sideways, if that borrower is not performing, if they haven't released loan conditions yet, just know on those listings that you have at 123 Main Street, like, give me a call. I can jump in and save it really quick. Also, planting seeds. I'm licensed in whatever state that I'm licensed in. Just so you know, we also do purchases. We do refinances. And then you got to get kind of, it seems lame, but we do investment properties. Even though an Airbnb is an investment property, half the people don't know that you don't do Airbnbs, right? So you got to let them know we do Airbnbs, we do second homes, we do refinances. And even in refinances, we do debt consolidation, cash out. Like we have to plant the seed. Okay, so it just depends on the week and it depends on how often you plant seed. But if you don't plant seed, you can't pick the crop, right? So last week, as an example, I just planted seed. A realtor I was talking to, I was like, don't forget, I can do loans in 51 states, including Puerto Rico. And I literally got to call me back if there's anybody that you know has a mortgage name, any of those other states. And the realtor called me back and she's like, I didn't know that you were licensed in other states besides, she literally said, San Diego. I didn't know you were licensed in other states besides San Diego. So, anyways, immediately out of buyer that I got a fund in Texas. I'll be funding them next week. But if I didn't have that, I wouldn't have got that opportunity. So if you don't plant seeds, you can't pick the crop. Guys, really quick, before we move on, does people struggle with, like, getting new realtors to, like, you know, backfill your top 40? Does anybody struggle with that? Okay, you guys want a quick tactic for that? Really quick. All right, pull out your cell phones real fast. Everybody pull out your cell phones together. 
All right, all guys, why don't you get a scroll, go to your contacts, press contacts, scroll all the way to the bottom. Scroll all the way to the bottom. Okay, all the way below Z. Okay, it tells you how many contacts you have in there. Does anybody, does everybody have over 1,000 contacts? Okay, listen. Every one of those contacts knows at least three realtors. Every one of those contacts knows at least three realtors. Every one of those contacts knows at least two VIPs that they can introduce you to. Every single one. So if you guys want to make warm phone calls for the rest of your life, use Rick's Triangle for Trust for the rest of your career, and you will never not have a realtor, VIP, you know, a, a, a neighbor, somebody to do a refight. You will never have a lead problem again. You will never have a professional partner problem again. If you just do that, if you guys go home and just take a quarter of the contacts, just go through them and write their names out and just call them and ask them for their help. Let me give an example. Ready? Ring, ring. Hello? Alfonso, what's up, buddy? It's Brian Shudo. Man, I haven't talked to you in like four months. I feel horrible, but I wanted to reach out and connect. It's been like a year. Oh, jeez. It's been that long? I thought it was only four months, but the pandemic oh, made everything fly, man. I'm so sorry. I'm a bad friend. Dude, I just wanted to connect. Listen, we have this event coming up next week. It's just a client appreciation event. You know, you've, you've come to my appreciation events in the past. You've, we've done some refinances for you, man. I just love you. We grew up together. Um, yeah, I just wanted to touch thank base. Thank you, man. My wife told me about your, your invitation, so thank you for all oh, good. the mind. Good. Well, dude, I just want to touch base. First and foremost, how are you doing? We're doing good. Awesome, man. Like, when you say good, what do you mean by that? I mean, the family's good. We got COVID two months ago. We got over it. We survived that. So, you know, we're good. Okay. So we got past COVID. We're yeah. all good. Well, yeah. listen, man, I don't want to take too much of your day, but I need your help, man. Would you be willing to help me? Well, it all depends on what you're going to ask me for. <laughs> well, listen, man, I just need your help. You know I'm a lender. We helped you and your family a few years yeah. back. Um, man, I'm just trying to build my database, and I'm hopeful. I know you were referred by John Smith, yep. but, I'm, I, you know, maybe you know other realtors. I'm really looking for introductions to realtors that, that I don't know. So I'm wondering if you happen to know any realtors. You know what? I don't any, but my wife's the, you know, she knows everybody in town, so I can, I can have her reach out to you. Cool, man. Can you do me a favor? I'll call you next week, and I'm going to ask you if, if, or you can even text me, like, for introductions to some realtors, just some names. Sure. Well, okay. even better. Next week when we come to your event, I'll let my wife know to give awesome. names. Awesome. All right, buddy. Listen, while we're on the phone, there's a different, maybe you don't know realtors, but do you happen to know any financial advisors, family attorneys, CPAs? Do you know anybody? Like I said, man, I am not social at all. Oh, uh, you my wife's the one that does all that stuff. All right, cool. Listen, I'm going to call your wife. Yeah. I don't have a need for you. No, I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> I'll give you a <laughs> So, yeah, that was a bad role play. I'm so sorry. So, um, all right, so pretend you know some realtors. Yep. Okay, cool. All right, Alfonso. So, listen, man, I need some realtors. I know you're referred by John Smith. Like, do you know anybody besides John, a neighbor, a family member, anybody? Absolutely. Cool. You Two do? of my nephews just got licensed. Two of your nephews just got licensed yes. for real? Yep. That is awesome, man. Listen, I'm looking for introductions to some new real estate agents. Would you mind introducing me to your nephews? No, not at all, dude. You wouldn't? Listen, would, would you do me a favor? Yes. Like, I don't know them, but would you refer them in this way? Like, I'd, I'd give him a script to refer me. Um, would you mind three-way texting us? little introduction? No, not at all. Good. Can you let them know that I'm, like, one of the top realtors in Southern California, top lenders in Southern California? I would sure do that for cool. you. Cool. Can you let them know that we provide a world-class service? 
Yes, sir. If they're new, can you let them know that we'd be really invested to help them grow their business? 100%. Cool, man. I love that three-way text introduction. I'd like to take you and both of them to lunch. Can we set that up? Sure. Can you help me set that up? Yeah. Cool. I'm an assistant call. You'll set that up. So, guys, listen. We can literally connect with everybody. Now, listen. You, you, I, I call you. So guys, if you ask for five power partner names, they will always know at least two. Yes. Okay? If you ask for five power partner names, they will always know at least two. On a scale of one to five, if, if they say, yeah, my CPA is a five, we just love them, we've been using them for 10 years, ask for the introduction, three-way text introduction, okay? If you want to take that referring partner or that friend to lunch, ask them to invite their CPA and any of the power partners they have, okay? Super easy, trying to trust, really easy way to grow your prospect list. Absolutely. Listen, she was uh, listening to this or hearing this from Rick longer than I have, right? But what Rick said it three or four times in this event already. What's the most powerful thing we can all do to change our business? Ask the questions, right? I am as broken as you guys are. I'm just a little bit more disciplined, right? In some areas, not all of them, in some areas, right? So I literally started asking my partners again for introductions in the last 45 days, yep. okay? Three of my partners are in core, right? From those three realtors, I've got seven introductions. From the other five of my 12 top, top accounts, I've got 18 introductions. I've met and I've met or talked with over 42 realtors in the last 45 days, and I've landed six big channel accounts. Just because I did exactly what Shula just got done role playing with me, asking for those interruptions. Be very clear, very firm, and direct, and be vulnerable. Let them know that you need their help. Like, who else in your office do you feel I can connect like I'm connected to you? Yep. And they have always one or two people to, to introduce you to. Usually always one or two, guys. So get that text introduction. Or remember, we need to meet with and do a but break bread with our realtors, our top realtors once a month, our BNCs once a quarter. Guys, so have him invite those top two realtors to lunch on me. We're not going to talk business. Okay, so inevitably we will talk business because they'll bring it up because they feel uh, an obligation to do that, uh, but definitely invite them to lunch. Um, all right, guys, so let's go into, so last but not least, just to summarize, guys, use the realtors you have to ask them for other realtor introductions within their offices, okay? Like we need to continually ask plant seeds, let them know if the other realtors in their office could bend it, like are they struggling with getting their buyer's offers accepted right now? Right? Would you mind if you, if I either stop by, introduce, maybe dropped off some flyers, let them know that we can help their buyers get into escrow faster with our closed guarantee. Okay? So plant seeds, ask for their help, and guys, like, we'll slowly start to move the needle. So let's move into Tuesdays. Yes. So Tuesdays are obviously Tuesday updates. So just so you guys know, I make 100% of my Tuesday update calls. Okay, 100% of my Tuesday update calls typically takes me anywhere from four to six hours to do this because I call the buyer, the buyer's agent, and the listing agent. Okay, a couple of things that are important there on Tuesday, up, like I want to know how my team is doing. Okay, I ask my, all my buyers and my buyer's agents how my team is doing, and they're like, oh, they're great, they're amazing, whatever, but no, really. How are they doing? What's one thing that we can do better? I'm always looking for constructive feedback to take to my team the next morning that we can work on something. 
Okay, so that's my objective with the buyer, right? I obviously want to get referrals as well, but typically my LP1s are so good right now that they've already given like two or three CCRs, but I'm always going to go for more, okay? So that's one of the things that I do with, with buyers. I focus on how the experience is, what's something that we can do better, are we living up to the expectation? And if we are, then I'll ask for, for referrals as well, okay? We'll invite them to something as well. We've got a happy hour coming up. Please put it on your books. Um, and then the buyer's agent, again, how are we doing? Is there any feedback that the buyer isn't telling me that I need to know about? Sometimes the buyers are super nice. Like, you guys hate it when you get like a survey and the buyer every Tuesday is a raving fan and then you get like a three on the survey. Okay, like that happens sometimes, right? They're just too nice to tell you do anything wrong. So the way that I try to identify ways that we could do better for the, for the buyer is to ask the buyer's agent. And if the buyer's agent doesn't know, we'll ask them to ask the buyer like how the experience is going. Okay, so that's something that we do every single time. And then the listing agent, for obvious reasons, you call the listing agent every Tuesday? Every Tuesday. Cool, what do you do? I mean, I was gonna ask you that same question. So we just set the proper expectation. I mean, KP said it phenomenal earlier today, right? KP coached me four or five years ago, and I took it literally exactly as it's presented today. The important thing about the Tuesdays, to make the Tuesday update phone call, is setting proper expectations, right? Um, Calling the listing agent, calling the buyer agent, and calling the buyer to set the proper expectations. So let's do some role play. Maybe uh, I'm your client, and I'll do the other ones. Like, you're the loan officer, I'm your client. So how do you set the proper expectations so when you're checking in on Tuesdays, you're able to ask that question? How do you do that? When I'm able, I'm sorry, I'm able to ask which question? Yeah, like you call your buyers every single time you get a yeah. contract, yeah. and you set the, like, the expectation, hey, this is what you expect from us moving forward, Yeah. right? And then you do the Tuesday update. Yeah, we can roll for that. Sure, cool. All right, ring, ring. Hello, Alfonso, what's going on, man? Brian Shudo with the Shudo team. Yeah. Hey, how's it going, Brian? It's going well, man. I was just calling to check in on you, man. Congratulations, first and foremost, on getting into escrow. We're so honored to serve you. How do you guys feel about the house? Dude, it's surreal. It's been crazy. As you know, I mean, it's been three months. We've submitted so many offers. We can't even believe that we're finding contract. Man, thank you. Thank so, you. So cool. It's our pleasure. It's our honor. Listen, buddy, I just wanted to call and make sure... Uh, first and foremost, I want to see if you had any questions or concerns. Like, is there anything that you're apprehensive about? Anything that you're fearful about? Anything that I can answer for you right now? No, man, not at all. I mean, your team has done a great job <clears throat> keeping it up to date with the payments and all that. They already called earlier today. I know we have a scheduled call with you later on to go over some numbers. We're just super excited, man, really. Thank you I so love, much. I love Well, listen, Alfonso, if you don't have my number saved already, do me a favor. Save it right now because I'm going to call you every single Tuesday to check in on you. Okay. That's awesome. So I'd love it if you saved it right now. Okay. All, around, so, all right, next. I just want to know how my team's doing. You said they're awesome, but is there one thing that we can do better? Is there anything at all that you can think of to give me some constructive feedback? Honestly, man, they're so, they're so dialed in. They're always calling me back. I mean, if they can be available more maybe later on because my wife doesn't get out till later. And when they call me, I take the notes. But sometimes I don't know how to explain that to her. And she doesn't get home until like after 6.30 at night, most nights. So that will be helpful, but I understand... To give you some notes, so you'd like a little summary? Yeah, maybe like give us a, shoot us an email, super detailed, you know, like of where we're at. So when my wife gets home, we can review it together. Absolutely. That's one of the things I'm going to tell you. When we get off the phone, I'm going to summarize our conversation in a text. Will that work for you? 
That'll be awesome. Perfect. And then can, should I just copy her and you guys can talk about her? Yep. Perfect. I'll do that, buddy. All right. So last but not least, man, I just want to make sure. Can you do me a favor? Yeah. We're killing it for you, right? Doing yep. a great job. You're a raving fan right now? Yes. Not much we could do better other than a quick summary. That's it. Awesome, man. Can you do me a favor? Don't tell the real, your realtor, John, that I asked you to do this. But can you do me a favor and can you text him for me? And let him know that you're so excited that he referred you to us and that we're taking great care of you. 100% will do it right away. Cool. I'll, I would love it if you did it right now when we're on the phone. Can we do uh, it right now? I'm on, the, on phone? the phone with you, but yeah, I no, no. Can, do it. can you text while you're on the phone? Yeah. Cool, man, because what's going to happen as soon as he gets that text, he's going to take a screenshot of it, he's going to text me, and he's going to show me. Uh, okay. He's going to be like, oh my gosh, you're that's, taking great care of Alfonso. That's kind of weird, but okay, I'll do it. Is it kind of weird? <laughs> so listen, guys, one of the things that I like to do outside of the scripting, guys, is I like to have every borrower at least once during the transaction text the realtor and let them know that we're taking great care and they're so thankful for the introduction. If you guys do not text that, that's the nugget I'm about to go right down because I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm asking them to call. And I'm hoping they do. So all I'm doing is this, right? But that's money right there. You guys so, want to marry yourself to a realtor? I guarantee you that less than 1% of realtors in the United States ever get a text from their client or even feedback from their client that the lender is a rave, or the, the client's a raving fan of the lender. Okay? And so when they get that text, it gives you a little good grace. It gives you a little bit of grace. Like, wow, I've never got this before. Especially, I do it every time with the first transaction. For sure, I make my team do it on the first transaction with any, any real estate agent. Just okay. curious on your numbers. I mean, I, I believe that you do exactly as you say you did. I do it. So, uh, how many, t- I mean, what percentage actually pulls through or they kind of give you pushback? I make them literally. I ask them to do it. And literally, I would say nine out of ten people will do it while we're on the phone. And they'll say, what do you want me to say again? Okay, cool. <laughs> that is so much money right there. That's they all awesome. do. All, and I will almost, I would say 50% of the time, the realtor will screenshot it, send it to me, and thank me. That's awesome. Okay, and here's the other them, thing. You're telling them not to tell them that you Heck yeah, them. man, don't, don't awesome. wrap me out, but I need your help. I really need them to know that we're taking great care of you. You said we're taking great care of you. Can you just let them know, but don't tell you that I asked you to do it. Can we have an agreement? That's awesome. Dude. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So you just have to have that relationship with them. The other thing is, guys, the text summary after. Okay? So summarize every Tuesday update call in a text. Summarize it to the borrower. Summarize it to the borrowers or the buyer's agent. Summarize it to the listing agent. Even if they don't pick up, I always send a text saying, here's a quick update. George. Oh, we need a mic. Real quick, sorry. Mic. Thank you so much. I love your CCR uh, presentation. And when are you asking for, you know, for the CCR? I will do it in that call. I didn't want to turn this into a CCR class, okay. but I will literally go into, if, I, if he has, like, Alfonso, how much time do you have to be on the phone right now? I, I would add, qualify him by asking him how much time he has. If he has enough time, like, oh, I'm on my lunch break, man. I'd love to talk to you. Awesome. So I will go. If, if he's a raving fan, not only will I ask him to text the realtor and or I will ask him for a referral. Excellent. For Thank sure. You. And, guys, I never ask who do you know or how many or do you know anyone. I don't do that. I ask him how many homeowners he knows, how many renters he knows. I get all the names. Okay, and if I already have all the names, the next Tuesday I will follow up. Alfonso, you gave me five names last week of people that you knew that were homeowners or five names that you know that were renters. I'm just curious if you had an opportunity to follow up with them and ask them if they might have a mortgage need. Okay? 
Uh, well, yeah, one more question. Are you, are you sending uh, the text from phone burner? Or are you using it from your CRM? I just, uh, I'll either have my assistant in with me and send the text, or I will literally just send the text. Okay? Uh, we're we're, we're going to go ahead and move on. I'll save some questions for the end, if that's okay. Um, so that's Tuesday updates. Listing agents. Yeah. Okay, so listen, guys, the, the main reason on Tuesday that we're making Tuesday update calls is that's the, the easiest prospective realtor is the listing agent. Okay, if you're killing, I know we have some realtors in here, but if you're the listing agent, if, if, if we're calling the listing agent, you literally need to, like, like KP said, I don't want to be too redundant, but he's setting the expectation. Congratulations. Uh, we're so honored that you chose our offer. Okay, so we do that when we, and then save my number. I'm going to call you every Tuesday. That's a promise. And so we definitely call every single Tuesday. The first time I get the agent on the phone, I will literally set a meeting with them for the day after the closing. The business day after the closing, I will get on their schedule on that first phone call. This, these are the things I'm going to do for you. Here's the expectations. I'm going to update you every Tuesday. I'm going to provide a world-class service. You're always going to be proactively updated. You will never have to chase me down for an update. Okay? I will always set proper expectations, and you get to do your job. You don't have to worry about me. Um, and I would love to meet with you the day after closing. If I follow through on the, whatever promises that I set, will you meet with me after closing? I'm not looking to divorce any relationships and lower the bar close. Not looking to divorce any relationships. I just want to see if I have an opportunity to be a resource for you. Okay? So recapping that, so you're calling them, you're setting that expectation, and then on Tuesdays you're just following and delivering on your promises yep. of open communication, letting them know that you're on track to close on time and all yep. that, right? Yep. Do you leave them a voicemail? I always leave them a voicemail, and I let them know that I'll also follow up with a text. Cool. Okay. Okay. And so when I follow up with a text to give them an update, guys, they're blown away. I might have a realtor that doesn't pick up the phone for two or three weeks in a row, but after we're closed, they will call me. Okay. Or if they, like a couple months later, they'll be like, oh my gosh, you're that guy that updated me all the time. Okay. So constantly uh, send a text summary every single Tuesday. And all you got to do is copy paste, change the borrower name, change the address, change the update. Okay. Rufy, would that be helpful? If you were, cool. I'm still waiting to work for you, so we're going to have to talk about that after this class. <laughs> um, all right, guys, so we have 19 minutes left. Right, we're going to do a couple, like, little bit of table work right now. So what I want you guys to do is take one minute and share one tactic that you learned either on Monday, theme uh, day calls, or Tuesday, Tuesday update calls. So one minute, real quick, some table work. Bring it back. Uh, just we're gonna do two tables real quick. Two tables real quick. Who wants to volunteer? Your biggest takeaway or what you do, Randall? Oh, we got something good over here. We got something good up here. Uh, two of us had to ask for the meeting on that first Tuesday for the listing agent. Ask for the meeting the yeah. first Tuesday from the listing agent. Cool. Yeah. Haven't cool. done that before, so good shot. I love it. All right, what else? One back there. I feel that um, planting the seeds has a lot of value and really um, letting them know everything you can do. From, like you said, I do purchase loans, I do refinances, I'm licensed in other states, setting that expectation because it's low-hanging fruit. 
I've probably got two loans per month in the last six months just by planting seeds. They didn't even realize that I did refinances or they didn't realize I did investment properties or whatever it is. So you guys, you can't plant enough seeds. I love that. Yeah, last one. That uh, text message to their agent when you're on the phone with them, that is 100% money right They're there. doing that. Perfect. We're going to be doing that. I'm telling you guys it works. It creates Raven fans from the agents that already trusted you, but it really starts to marry them to you. All right, let's move on. So Wednesday. So Wednesdays are TBD day. How many people struggle making TBD calls or you guys got this thing down? We got one struggler. Who else? Everybody struggle? Okay, cool. There's just not enough time. If you're anything like me, like you have hundreds of TBDs out shopping right now, right? So it's pretty difficult to get through the TBD day. So what I would do if I were you is commit to 30 TBDs every Wednesday yourself. 30 TBDs every Wednesday yourself. Now, depending on how many LP1s that you have, you can also divide up the TBD list okay, amongst them. So they should also be calling TBDs anyways, but it can be a dedicated day for them. Okay, so TBDs by teammates is really, really helpful right now. Okay, so uh, videos for TBD works for the other, however many TBDs you couldn't get to. So sh we should do a call one week, a video one week. Uh, we could even do a text one week. It just depends on how many TBDs you have. I think we're well over 500 TBDs out now, right now shopping. So we have to break those up. Okay, do you do anything different with TBDs? Nope, just like that. Cool. I do at least 50. Right? And uh, I blocked an hour and a half. I get them done through phone burner. I go through 50, I might talk to 18. Right? Cool. So I get them done about an hour and a half, and I divide the other 200 plus pre approvals with the LP ones. So at least he does 50. I'm telling you to do at least 30 yourself, and then delegate as many more as you can to your team. You give them scripts and let them dial. Okay? So Wednesdays are typically just a check in. How is the shopping going? Okay, promote a little bit of fear. Rates are going up. Like you're not going to find the perfect house, right? Promote the fear and let them know that we're here for you. Let's update your, your pre-approval, anything that we can do better, any questions or concerns. And as soon as we get off that phone call, any intel that we pick up the realtor needs to know about, we either text or call the realtor and let them know as well. So it turns into 60 phone calls potentially if you talk to 30. But like Alfonso said, literally 10 to 15 will pick up uh, if I call 30. Right. Okay? So you do anything different on nope. TBDs? No. Cool? Exactly that. Cool. So anybody have any questions on TBDs? Yeah, we got a question over here. I'm going to have you stay standing up because I'm going to give you a workout. Me? Uh, yeah. No, go ahead. Okay. So what is your script when you're calling? Because I'm running into like, I made 40 offers. It's the same scenario. I call them over and over again. It becomes super redundant. Yes, I'm adding value. I'm trying to tell them maybe a different program or whatever, encourage them. But like, it almost feels yeah, like a waste of time. Yeah, there's fatigue for buyers right now, right? They're starting to feel defeated. Alfonso, go ahead. What's your script for TBDs? It's Somebody's gone out, put in 40 offers. They're just not having any success. Yeah, well, hey, Shooter, I totally get it. Listen, I'm talking to all the clients that we have pre-approved. We're all feeling the same, okay? My sister's on the same boat. But I'll tell you what, just hang in there tight for us, okay? This market's not always going to last. You know, it's super important. I know you got crushed two weeks ago when I had a short your pre-approved by $30,000, $40,000. But listen, you're not the only one. 
it's happening to everyone out there right now. So just think, just think it in the game. You're going to make it happen. I mean, we're doing everything that we can. How's the realtor taking care of you? Man, I love our realtor. This I is mean, awesome. I feel awesome, so right? bad. 40, we're 40 different houses on the weekends. It's crazy. Absolutely. Listen, you know what? If we're not giving up on you, you can't give up on us. Awesome. If I was dropping the ball or she was dropping the ball, you should have already fired us, right? But we haven't given up on you, Shido. So don't give up on us. Oh, absolutely. Got a deal? On you. Yes. I want to cool. find this house. We'll make so it happen. Listen, I add to that sometimes have a little bit of fun, you guys. I don't marry. I, have, I never married the first 40 women that I dated. Okay? So listen, <laughs> it's a process. You got to date a couple of them. Yeah, you might think you're falling in love with that house, but it's not meant to be. So the perfect one is out there. Stay the course. I promise the one that you find, the one you get accepted, is the one meant for you. Okay? That's a good one right there. All right, cool. Thursday. Yep. So Thursdays are past client days. Got 30 phone calls to past clients minimum on Thursdays. 30 past client calls minimum on Thursdays. I'm going to go ahead and let you go script first on Thursdays. Past client call. Past client call. So ring, ring. Hey, what's up, Alfonso? I have your number saved in my phone. Awesome. Hey, man, I'm just checking in. I know it's been 30 days since we closed on your mortgage. How have you guys moved into the house? We moved in. We love it. We're painting. We're ripping up carpet. We're doing all kinds of stuff. That's awesome. Have you met the neighbors yet? I have not met the neighbors. Wow. The dogs bark at us. We're a little intimidated by a couple. How about the kids? Are the kids getting adjusted to the new schools? The kids, yeah, they're in the new schools, and they seem to be happy. Awesome. Everything's okay with the house? So far, everything's okay with the house. Do you need a painter? I do not need a painter. Need We're a doing it ourselves. No plumber. Do you need a roofer? No roofer. Well, listen, if you ever need anything of that, I have a lot of people that I know and trust I can refer you. And once again, it's been 30 days. I'm super stoked. I'll be calling you in 60 days. Just a reminder of the first mortgage payment. Is that cool? Absolutely. Thank you so much, man. Awesome. How happy are you guys from scale 1 to 10? I would say we're a nine. Ten would be perfect, so we're a nine. So why not a nine? What's not that perfect? Well, I don't. I don't know yet. But right now we're, we're as happy as we could be. But you know, if, I guess we're a ten. But I'm just going to give you a nine. Awesome. What I did. T- okay. I'll take the nine. I expect a ten next time, though. Okay. Okay. But listen, as you know, me and Paul, our business is 100% business referrals. So you're super excited. You're super. Oh, happy. you asking me how happy I was with you? No, with the whole thing. The oh, house. No, I'm happy with the house. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The reason like the is, I want, I want more families and friends of yours to feel the same way you're feeling. Mm-hmm. So I know we did a good job for you, correct? Yes. Thank you for the survey, by the way. I read it yesterday. Cool. Yeah. So do you have any names for them? Do you feel like we've earned the right to get more referrals from you? Absolutely, do man. You guys you, were amazing. Who do you have? Who do I have to give you? Yeah. I can't think right now, but the next time I said, it's definitely coming What are you talking about? Like, are you like a single child? Do you have any brothers, sisters? Or, <laughs> like, what? Dude, I, let, me, let me, give me, hey, why don't you call me next week, and I'm going to call a couple people and see if they might have a need for you. Who are you going to talk to? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call, I'm going to talk to a couple of my friends and family members. What's his name? Uh, I'm going to call Jimmy and Johnny and Jerry. Jimmy, Johnny, and Jerry. Guys, I do that, and I took it from him last May. I went from one to two CCRs to 50 CCRs a month because Woo! I make it fun. Okay, I love it. So um, that's the 30, like the 30-day check-in calls of past clients, right? So what we do in phone burner, I always have loaded the last 90 days of closings. Okay, on top of my all clients that I've ever closed in January, February, March, April, May, right? Some. On Thursday is a big day for me. That's another five-hour 
locked in my office and making phone calls to my past client database. So I'm making the 30, 60, 90 day phone calls that I've up closed and then the, the anniversary calls are happening of that same month. But I'm literally asking and I'm being super cheesy and super fun about it. And I, and I joke around like, what do you mean? Like, you have any brothers and sisters? Like, what are you talking about? Yes, I do. How many do you have? I have four. What are their names? Do they own a home? Yes, perfect. I can refinance them. Do they not own a home, right? And we're getting 50 CCRs a month right now, and we're closing five to six deals a month from those. I love it. You got so past clients are gold. That's like yep. you got to dig it. You got to mine it. But one thing that he just said that I love, Cook Takeaway, as he asked them if they needed a painter, a roofer, a plumber, a floor guy, like he is making himself the connector. I love that. How can I help you? You can count on me. Call me if you need anything. Mm -hmm. All right? So past client calls. All right? Uh, Friday's VIP calls. I suck. Friday VIP calls. All right. So, guys, uh, Friday VIP calls um, should be the easiest day. We're skiing downhill. We go really big on Monday. We ski downhill all the way into Friday. It's only 12 calls. So these people should be people that you really enjoy. Okay? So power partners, maybe other students. Um, maybe family members that can refer you, but it should be really enjoyable calls. Okay, what I typically do on Fridays is give honor, okay, ask if there's anything that they need, ask them if there's anybody that they have that might need my help, and then either invite them to something upcoming, okay, invite them to a lunch or a happy hour, or depending on the week, I will ask them for who else they know. Who are their power partners? It's a, if it's a financial advisor, they for sure have, a, if they're a, a successful financial advisor, they for sure have other realtors that refer them. They for sure have CPAs that refer them. Okay, they for sure have family attorney connections. So I try to leverage my Friday calls to introductions to other power partners that they already know or work with or respect, or whatever, okay? And then I go into the whole, once we get there, I ask them to three-way text introduce me by giving me honor, introducing me this way, okay? And then I also ask them if, when, whenever they're free for lunch, when they come to lunch, if they can invite one or two of those power partners that they have, okay? That's what my Friday calls look like, you guys. It's Give Honor, it's Ford, it's Frog, seeing if there's anything that you can help with, seeing if you can come and sit down with them and maybe give them some business tactics to grow their business. See if they're doing letter of the heart. See if they're doing evidence of success. Seeing if they're doing happy hours, client appreciation events. Right? You want to make sure that your power partners have the tools to be as successful as you guys. They don't have the core. Like You guys have the opportunity to provide value to be the core for them. Okay, so add value by teaching them how to grow their business. Be their accountability partner. Ask them if they're making their VIP calls. Ask them if they're making their past client calls. Ask them if they are inviting to certain events. Okay, the more you help them grow their business, the more successful you're going to be. So that's what Fridays are for me. Okay, that's what Fridays are for me. Um, now getting into some, some basic tactics. So catch-ups, you guys. So a lot of times, I know a lot of you guys struggle getting it all done Monday through Friday. That's what I heard. 
Sometimes we struggle getting all the calls done, getting the greatness tracker filled up, etc. So, a tactic. Thursday night, every Thursday night for the last two years, I have team call night from 4 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. Okay? They're clocked in. I order food. We let them have some alcoholic drinks, right? We don't let them get drunk, but we have fun. We have goals. We have prizes. We have a bell. We have a lot of fun. And what we focus in on is the theme days that we struggled on or didn't get to. Okay? So if I have loan officers in my branch, if they didn't finish their top 40 calls Thursday, that's the priority. Okay? If they didn't get to their Tuesday uptake calls, they're for sure finishing those. If they didn't get to their TBD calls, they're for sure doing that. Okay? If they didn't make their, finish their past client calls that day, they're for sure doing that. Okay? So that's what we're focused on on Thursday's team call night. So if you guys aren't doing a team call night, I highly recommend it. You run a by-referral sales organization. If you're not leveraging that organization to help you sell, and if not everybody on the bus knows why they're there, like we need to get them bought in, we need to script them up, and they need to make their calls, okay? So um, our LP2s, they're responsible for getting 100% of their surveys from past clients, okay? So they're calling. If they don't have surveys, they're calling to get surveys on, on call nights. Okay, that's what they're doing, and they're trying to get CCRs. We have CCR goals and prizes. We have survey calls and prizes. Everybody on the team invites. Go ahead, Randall. Surveys. Do you have surveys for front and back end, or one survey for everybody? So one survey for everybody, and then the client fills it out however they're going to fill it out. But the, I love that. Do you do a front end and back end survey? No, I love it. So that's a tactic I just took away. Front end survey, back end survey. I don't have one for both right now, but I'm going to create it. I love that. Right. Huge. So, All right, we've uh, got two minutes left. Tactics. I was just going to say, what, what do you, who do you use for your surveys? I so, use SurveyMonkey. We built it in SurveyMonkey. Right, it goes out to the client. They open it up, and that's it. The core has it, the survey. You can actually get it and implement the SurveyMonkey. We've got one minute, so we want to wrap up real quick. So another tactic that I want to give you guys uh, that I started today with, make sure it's time-blocked in your calendar. Everything there has to be time-blocked, and if you do not have an assistant, pay someone to hold you accountable. Hey, if I don't do my 40 phone calls today, I'll pay you 50 bucks cash. It could be a receptionist, a processor, anybody in your office, okay? But you guys have to time block it and honor those time blocks, okay? And then have the list. The hardest part is creating the list. This is why we don't do the calls. So have a list of what, who you're calling every single day, and that will make a difference, and you guys will have exponential growth in your business if you just do that. Print the list out yes. when you're making the calls, okay? Don't go from a CRM in your phone, okay? Print the list out when you're doing the calls. Um, you guys, one tactic that I do, like I have somebody on my team that holds me accountable. So my success on theme days is their success on theme days. So if I'm able to get through all of my theme days and I'm able to fill out a greatness tracker in a quarter, if I can fill out 1.25 greatness tracker for the week, Okay, that is $300 cash for the week. So I don't find myself like if I don't get it done. Because <laughs> what incentive does the accountability partner have to hold you accountable if you're not getting your theme days done? They're just going to get whatever the fine is every week if you're not on it. But if I win, they win, that's the way I look at it. So have somebody hold you accountable. You need a boss in the office to make sure that you get it all done. Okay, so with that, you guys, on the back of your badge... Please. There is a QR code. And so you scan it with your phone. Here's the deal, guys. If you've got three tactics 
that you think can improve your business, get you another closed loan per month, get you another real estate uh, agent uh, introduction per month, help you win one more time per month, we hope to have earned a five. Okay? So listen, this isn't a magic pill. This class wasn't meant to solve your whole business. It was meant to give you guys some tactics to go be super successful after this. So with that, you guys, round of applause for my man, Alfonso Delgadillo. Same thing for my boy, Sudo. Thank uh, you. Yeah. It's an honor to teach you guys. Hey, did yeah. we get a five? You've been listening to the Corps Sales Training Bootcamp. For registration information about our two-day business building summit, call 1-800-660-6670 or find us on the web at www.mccorretraining.com.